Welcome to another edition of Take 15 at the CFA Institute. My name is Greg Seals, Director of Fixed Income and Behavioral Finance. Today we have the great pleasure of being joined by Dr. Richard Peterson. Dr. Peterson is Managing Director of Market Psych, a market research and asset management firm. He is also the author of Inside the Investor's Brain, The Power of Mind Over Money. Thanks for joining us today, Richard. Thank you. Glad to be here. Great. Um, now, Richard, you're a psychiatrist, so uh, our subject today, what we wanted to talk about was how to deal with irate clients from a financial advisor's point of view. And so certainly you're uniquely qualified to do this and um, really really think it'll be a very informative discussion for, for our advisors. Um, why don't we start off by, um, if you could give us a medical and maybe emotional description of an irate client. Well, yeah, Greg, I'm glad you asked about this because I think in the recent environment, uh, most advisors have been having to deal with angry clients and don't really understand or haven't been trained how to deal with the damage that that anger can do to the relationship and how it can uh, eventually lead to a, a breakup or a loss of the relationship. So um, what's essentially happening in these clients is usually there's some kind of disappointment or perceived disappointment. Uh, something didn't turn out as they expected. And what that does, what we know that it does neurologically is it activates the brain's amygdala. Uh, what the amygdala does is it, it really uh, sends out uh, alert signals all over the body, stress hormones, as we're all familiar with. Uh, but it also shuts down our ability to think rationally or think reasonably about a situation. Uh, it also focuses our attention on the very short term and on, of course, the perceived wrongs. Uh, we blame others. So okay. angry clients are blaming you when they come into the office because of this biological uh, effect. Right. That's fascinating. And why doesn't, um, I guess, if the natural solution might be to just present the client with a, you know, a simple, well-conceived solution, uh, why is that often not received very well by the client? Well, you know, I think most advisors, when they uh, are confronted with an angry client, their first reaction is to either uh, dismiss the client, right. <laughs> you know, they don't want to deal with it, or um, more commonly, they become very defensive uh, and present what they know, what they're comfortable with as in their defense, which is data and numbers. Right. But emotional clients or angry clients uh, don't respond well to numbers. Uh, because the numbers are what probably what made them mad in the first place. So you've really got to connect with them on the emotional level. You've got to be able to work with that amygdala, get them out of it, and get them back into the reasoning part of the brain, so to okay. speak. So maybe you could give us um, a few techniques um, to, you know, to practically um, sort of do that for them. Because they're in a, obviously they're in a highly charged, difficult situation for them. Exactly. And really, when you're thinking about how to deal with them, the first thing you've got to remember is don't, present your data first. Don't tell them what to do or tell them how you're going to solve the problem until you first address the underlying emotion, which is the anger. Now, as you're addressing the emotion, you don't want to be a doormat. So uh, in my trainings, what I generally do is I present a uh, five-point script. It's called the ideas script. Uh, I stands for inquire. So you inquire, you know, um, how are you doing today? It seems like you're a little upset. Uh, and give them a, a pause. Let them talk about what's going on, why they're upset, because you don't want to jump to conclusions. The second is D for describe. Um, basically, you're repeating back to them. You're describing back to them what they just said to you. Mm -hmm. um, you want them to know that you heard them, because a lot of angry people don't feel heard, and that's part of what keeps the cycle of anger moving. Okay. So you describe it back to them. E is for empathize. It's to say something to the effect of, you know, I can only imagine how angry this is making you, or um, I can see how angry this, you know, how upsetting this is. Uh, you want them to know that not only do you 
do you understand what they're saying, but you, you can feel it. You, you, you're getting them on an emotional level. Right. Once you hit that I, D, and E, uh, inquire, describe, and empathize, then you can move to what we call the solution step, which is uh, the A, add an additional perspective, which is essentially reframing. Mm-hmm. First, they've got to know that you've heard them. Then you can reframe their concerns and put it in a different light, maybe in a longer-term perspective. Or maybe in the perspective of, yes, this, this asset class isn't working out. We have some other asset classes that are working out, and we've got some great research. Let's talk about what we can do uh, to re- take away some of what's really hurting you right now and, and make it a little more comfortable so you can sleep at night, for example. Um, and then the S stands for suggest solutions, and that would be the specific solution, what you're going to do to actually solve this problem for them. Right. Well, certainly this, uh, um, I think, is going to be very helpful for people. Going through the last couple of years, um, lots of people have had to deal with this. And in a way now, we're sort of at a place where, you know, we never know how long these recoveries may last, but we're not at the panic point that we were before. So it's a great time for people to learn some of these techniques for future challenges that we might have down the road. And they will come. (laughs) Right, right. And still people are, of course, going through lots of, you know, even though the markets have recovered, Mm -hmm. lots of people have made some... Um, poor choices perhaps or emotional decisions and so this is sort of a it's really an ongoing thing I would imagine it's not a you know only at market stress points of course it's greater than but um, it's probably a continual process it's true and and honestly it's it can be very useful as a prospecting tool as well because a lot of people will be maybe complaining to you at a cocktail party about what has been happening to them and just by connecting with them you're not putting blame on any anybody's other manager or advisor but just by connecting with them mm-hmm. and showing them that you actually are interested and care about how they feel about their finances right. that connection that will build trust and rapport and often leads to additional referrals and new clients right. not everyone does goes that extra step it's right. true and it's hard to do yeah well thanks so much for your thoughts today dr peterson uh, my pleasure thanks greg and thank you for joining us again for another edition of take 15 at cfa institute Copyright 2010, CFA Institute. No part may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, electronic, mechanical, recording, or otherwise, without the express prior written permission of CFA Institute. This program is designed to give accurate and authoritative information in regard to the subject matter covered. It is distributed with the understanding that CFA Institute is not engaged in rendering legal, accounting, tax, investment, or other expert advice. If legal advice or other expert assistance is required, the services of a competent professional should be sought.